Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi Junior High. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. And we're back. <laughs> hey, everyone. Hi. Uh, welcome back after another hiatus. You know, we people are dying. So, you know, shit's getting real slack. out here. <laughs> However, we're not going to get into why. We've decided we're not going to talk so much about ourselves anymore at the beginning because who gives a fuck? <laughs> I mean, our friends and family, but we're hoping yes. to broaden our listeners. Yes. So we are having a special episode because if you pay any attention to Degrassi, you probably know they are coming out with a new series in 2023. Woo! We all thought that hope was lost. They sold the set. Uh, like, like, I, it, it, uh, honestly, uh, you know, it's like, I hope really hoped that something would swoop in. I wasn't expecting it to be HBO, though. That's, yeah. I was not expecting that at all. Yeah, that's wild. And I wonder if they're going to, like, I mean, they didn't, did they demolish the school? I know it got sold, but, like. Yeah, I, I meant to look further into that. Like, I I know they used the set for a different show. Uh-huh. But that was, like, a while back. Yeah. Um, and none of the articles that I found really went too deep into the set being sold. I know they sold some like major set pieces right, and stuff right. like that. Yeah, I remember so that. So yeah. they would have to like recreate these, which it's like, you know, if they got HBO money, they that shouldn't be a problem, I'm right? Saying. I know. Well, it was funny because when I was telling uh, Eric about my excitement about the new Degrassi, um, I was like, but they sold the set. And he was like, well, does it really matter? And I was like, mm. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> They've had that set for so long. I know. They're like, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, we won't die without it, but like, I do yeah. feel like it was, you know, it was like another character. It really was. I mean, at the very least, it, it's the front of it. The yeah. inside is like, I, I don't know if there was consistency inside. No, I would say, yeah, like the, the Netflix version definitely yeah. had a much different feel, much yeah. more updated than the next generation. So, yeah, like even if they were using the same rooms, they did so much to it that it it wasn't like, oh, wait, that's definitely like. I, I guess maybe like the foyers and stuff, maybe. Yeah, hallway I wise. I, yeah, but like they yeah. just, I feel like they had so many more like lounge areas in mm-hmm. uh, new oh class. Oh my God, they had like 16 lounge yeah. areas in next Yeah, class. they had like one classroom and then like, yeah, 75 lounge rooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as well as like a student council having its own office that right. they didn't do anything else with. So... But yeah, so it's it's that exterior really that is like the big thing, and like the dot. I feel like yeah, the dot. But I don't know with HBO money, maybe they can recreate that stuff. Maybe if they haven't demolished that front entrance, they could get it back. Mm -hmm. I yeah, I I wasn't able like nothing. None of the articles I found discussed what happened to the set beyond like it got you it got sold. Yeah, like but then what? So we'll see. Um, so, so yeah, it's coming out on HBO Max and it, they're working with Wild Brain. Yeah. What do they do? Wild Brain is like, 
I might be talking out of my ass because I'm just looking at the Wikipedia now. <laughs> but Wild Brain, like, it, it seems to have a bunch of, like, companies related to or, like, under it. Mm-hmm. And on this list of, like, Wild Brain Productions... It shows Epitome Productions. Oh. Which is what Degrassi, that was what Degrassi. Oh, yeah. Okay. Next Generation. Epitome. I definitely Epitome. always read it as Epitome. So. Me too. <laughs> okay, great. I'm glad. But I'm pretty sure it's Epitome, right? I don't know. I I never thought about it being anything God. but Epitome. So <laughs> uh, I feel stupid now. Oh, no. This is the thing. It is Epitome, but I also always read it as Epitome. <laughs> That we're both dumb. <laughs> it's like how I read hyperbole as hy- hyperbole. <laughs> hyperbole? Yeah, no, same. Like, uh, and I, no matter how many times, every time I read yeah. the word hyperbole, I'm like, hyperbole. No, hyperbole, yeah. dumbass. No, <laughs> no, Okay, same. But yes, okay, so Wild Brain has been involved all along, apparently, as Epitome is under them in some okay. way related, yada, yada. Okay. All right, so, so, yeah. That's that. That's that's more promising. That sounds mm -hmm. good. So Wild Brain is working with HBO Max. And here's the other thing. The showrunners. So, all right. Linda Schuyler and Steven Stone are stepping back. Mm -hmm. They've been writing for like decades. Right. The new showrunners, though, Laura. Why does everyone have these names? Laura (laughs) Azopardi. (laughs) Sorry, Laura. If Laura that's wrong. Hyperbole. <laughs> Laura Hyperbole and Julia Cohen okay. um, are the new showrunners. They wrote on Degrassi Next Generation. Previously. Okay. Okay. That's so good. That's good. We have the same production company. We have showrunners who were involved in the past. Okay. So that's promising. I definitely felt like the Netflix version. I felt like they stayed true yeah. to Degrassi to what it is. Mm-hmm. And so I think my biggest concern about it being on HBO is that, you know, what we've seen people talking about is like, are they going to hire all people that are not age appropriate so that we right. can have like more gratuitous sex scenes? Which I do not want. I don't want that either. That is that is definitely like my concern is I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I think – I think I could handle it maybe like having more leniency with like swearing and stuff. Swearing, to make yes. It more like yes. realistic. That's authenticity. Yeah. Kids swear like, like crazy. We're not cuddling people broom heads anymore, you know? Yeah. So um, I we would. We get like a bitch here and there. Yeah. On the show. Yeah. yeah. But like we don't get the, the F bombs or shit or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I do agree. Pushing it with swearing mm-hmm. language. A little bit. We don't but, have to go OTT. But. Yeah, I just kind of feel like the way in which they've always done Degrassi, it's like, mm-hmm. yes, we are seeing like mature content, mm-hmm. but well, it's always done very innocently. Yes, it's like, re- I mean, tastefully. Yeah. That's an interesting word to define. I know, right? Is it, <laughs> but like we, we are preserving... We are preserving these teens as best we can while still telling authentic teen stories because mm-hmm. teens do have sex. They do get yeah. into shit that is like mm-hmm. that adults don't necessarily want to think they are. Mm-hmm. They do having wear thongs yes. up to their, you know, breasts right. and walk around the hallways like that. Yeah. that. <laughs> so it's like, you know, this these storylines are important, but we don't need to see graphic sex scenes. Mm -hmm. Like in a show like Euphoria. 
I haven't watched Euphoria, but I hear people saying like, oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. It's dark. Mm. <laughs> it's dark, very raunchy, very gratuitous. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. Yeah. And it's like, yes, that is teens are yeah, raunchy to some aspect. And yeah, they yeah. have sex. They do these things, but like we don't have to see that necessarily. Yeah, yeah. On every teen show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Because um, yeah, that's just never how, how Degrassi was. Degrassi was never right. like they had certainly there was dark themes mm-hmm. and um, dark topics that got brought up. But like, I don't know, just I felt it was always through a very hopeful mm-hmm. and like colorful lens, yeah. so to speak. Like and I never. They know when to cut away. Yeah, yeah. They know when to pause, freeze frame at the yeah. end. <laughs> like they know when to be like, all right, here's the lead up. We Mm -hmm. all know what's going to happen. We don't need to see it. That's not, you know, like we did see an assortment of like boners over the years. (laughs) But that's not like, that's not like a sexy, like, you know what I mean? So I think that's the, what we mostly see with like teen, Mm -hmm. I'm putting teen in quotes, teen content, um, is that they do try to make it so sexy, Mm -hmm. but like, you know, I don't think that that's what these stories are about. Like, that's not – high school and middle school, I mean, they've been awkward for everybody. So it's like, yeah, we don't need super confident, sexy teens. Like, we want real, real characters, you know? how sexy is high school sex? Uh, I wasn't having it. Yeah, I mean – And the little experience I had was like – Definitely awkward and not hot and like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I was, we all know if, right. for our new listeners who don't know, I had no game in high school. So and like, I, I don't, I don't school. have a reference there, Yeah, <laughs> but Carly does and was like, I mean, it wasn't this. It, you know, it was a lot of, yeah. wait, when is your mom coming home from work? Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Yeah. Or, ow, that hurts. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. Let's try again. <laughs> we just kind of forget parents exist on a lot of these teen shows. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Because we only see, like, a handful of parents. Right? It's like, oh, yeah, parents are just never around. They don't give right. a fuck. Like, no, in real life, in yeah. real life, the hotness is definitely dumbed down by, like, the, oh, yeah, hey, my parents could just show up and bust in yeah. on it. Like, or... Or just not being experienced, not like mm-hmm. because I mean that's a huge a- element of it too. Is like I don't have the experience to feel confident in what I'm doing, right? Like, right. But you know, I, I do. I do think like, yeah, we need to keep in that that quote unquote again tasteful. I don't think that's the right word to use, it's but like, like wholesome. Like I, I don't know. I don't know why. Like Degrassi, also, no, but it's not. I know it's not <laughs> quite right. But like, I just always feel like the way they always did their storylines. It was like, wow, they do like we. You know, that was their tagline, right? It goes there, right? Like mm-hmm. we, it, it does. Degrassi has always gone there and always mm-hmm. covered topics that like other teen shows weren't covering, but just right. in their own way. Yeah. So that's what I'm just, I'm worried that we're going to lose that because it's HBO. Yes. Yeah, like, so I, I, you know, I'm trying to think, and maybe I should have looked this up before, is like, HBO really doesn't cater to kids and teens. Like, it's... No, but I mean, I think they're trying to, because that's what, I mean, like, you yeah. know, they got Sesame Street and shit, and I think oh, they, they did? do. Yeah. Okay. So All I right. think that they do have now, like, 
kids programming. Okay. So I think that's what maybe HBO is trying to do right now. Trying is, to broaden their horizons. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you're talking about like, it's not just, you know, people who want to watch action movies on mm-hmm. HBO anymore. It's like, no, no, we're creating, every single platform is creating its own content and like, yeah. You know, you got to keep up at this point with everybody competing like that. So Yeah, they want to be the streaming service. That's Mm -hmm. what everybody wants is to be the streaming service. Mm -hmm. And this is HBO Max. So like I don't like I don't even know that this will necessarily air on HBO. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It'll be on the app, right? Like, yeah, I mean, because they've been saying HBO Max because they haven't been saying HBO. I still call it HBO Go, so I'm I'm still yeah two thousand and late over like, here. What do we? So. Do, why do we have to change it? Why does um, it have to be HBO Max? What are we doing here? And then we all gotta like download a new app and do it. Like fuck that. But anyways, yeah. um, yeah. So I guess if they are trying to branch out, that that is more promising that they will do. They will keep with the spirit of original Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Like because I do know when HBO first really started doing shows, the whole thing is like we can say shit. We can show nudity. Like, this is fucking... <laughs> yeah. We... Th- like, HBO goes there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. So, like... And and it seemed like for a long time, if a show came out on a movie network, it's like, we're putting it here so that we can get raunchy. We mm-hmm. like, Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, basically. Oh, my God. I Like, and honestly, this is an issue for me, is pretty much every... like adult show on HBO Showtime or whatever, within the first 15 minutes has a sex scene. Mm -hmm. Like it always has to like come out of the gate. Mm -hmm. Even if the rest of the show doesn't have that much of it, they got to put it right at the beginning. And I'm always like, I don't, this isn't making me more interested. Yep. This is just like awkward because I don't care about these people yet. And like, I just, so like, yeah, yeah, they definitely like have to get away from that. It just makes me think of like, Skinamax and yeah. like is that what they're <laughs> trying to like yes. catch the like middle-aged dads who are just like mm-hmm. channel flipping and they're like oh a sex scene and then they're like what <laughs> the fuck am I watching why am right. I watching Degrassi whereas for me I'm like I might turn this off if this continues because mm-hmm. I don't love it like I, right. I find them awkward at this like, point in my life it's like I enjoyed the show Undressed you know mm-hmm. MTV for what it oh, was. Oh man, undressed. But Degrassi is not undressed. Yes, De- undressed is soft, soft core porn. Yes. So, but even undressed was was more tasteful, quote unquote, than an HBO show. Well, yes, yeah, it had show to be because it was only yeah. on MTV, but it was on MTV yeah. after hours. So, so yeah, um, I feel like pretty much because I've been like on Twitter and on the Facebook groups and everything, and I feel like p- people are being very vocal about the fact that they do not want Euphoria Part 2. Yeah, They want Degrassi. They want that. They do not want adult actors playing teens so that they can be fucking on screen. Like, we want... Give us real children. We want children. So. (laughs) So, yeah. So, what we know so far is that they are going to start production this summer in Toronto. That's good. They want to release in 2023. I don't know quite know when. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're doing 10 hour long episodes. <laughs> 10 hour, hour long, long episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 10 hour long yeah. episodes. Oh my God. Our, our podcast our... is going to be 50 hours every week. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. It's Degrassi 24 hours. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Wow. 
They're going to actually turn Degrassi into Big Brother, and you're just going to have the live feeds at all times. <gasps> wow. Yeah, that's how it's going to be. <laughs> wow. So yeah, we already mentioned like how, all right, we're getting some showrunners are going to be former writers. Steven Stone says, and he and he is, he's like a writer who has been with Degrassi like for a really long time, for like decades, right? This is what he's saying. He says, having produced the first six series, by the way, this is a series of tweets. Mm. Having produced the first six series in the long-running Degrassi franchise, Linda and I, which Linda refers to Linda Schuyler, who used to write on Degrassi for decades with him. Um, Linda and I think the time is perfect to pass the baton over to Laura as a party, pronunciation again, and Julia Cohen for a brand new generation of Degrassi. We worked with Laura and Julia as writers on Degrassi in the early stages of their careers so we are particularly proud of how their careers have soared over ensuing years <laughs> now they can lend their brilliance and creativity to show running what has turned out to be a great and enduring franchise hell yeah so like they believe in them like i feel like that is a good sign yeah i agree um and then the other thing that we know is this is their plot description from, that came directly from HBO Max. Um, it's a character-driven series about high school experience and the thrilling, often painful journey of self-discovery. Set in Toronto, the new series explores a group of teenagers and school faculty living in the shadow of events that both bind them together and tear them apart. <laughs> well, <laughs> like the bus crash. Yeah, school shooting, <laughs> several fires, fires children <laughs> killing themselves on yes. campus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's legit. The show travels deep into the hearts and homes of diverse, complicated characters as they struggle to find their new normal. Reaching for hope, redemption, and love. Ooh. All right. So that's that's their description. You know, my my thought is just listening to that like description. I'm like, man, they better have a fucking banger mm. of a opening opening song. That's all. You know what I mean? Oh, so <laughs> I'm gonna skip ahead in my notes because okay. here is one of like like the things that people were like. We need we need this, right? Mm -hmm. We need a um promo in the vein of Shark in the Water. I don't even what's that mean? Baby, there's a shark in the water. You remember that promo? No. Carly. I don't. You call yourself a Degrassi fan. Damn. And you don't know the Shark in the Water promo. How did I miss that? I'm over here like, should you like Google it real quick just to like figure out if you do remember it or not this is all right the shark in the water promo is like the iconic degrassi promo that like like huge fans who are like constantly still talking about degrassi to this day like they go on and on about how this was like the best promo ever to the point where we all have it on our spotify playlists <laughs> dang Teen, oops, Teen Nick Presents. That's probably why, because I don't think I was watching the series when it was on Teen Nick. Ah. Uh, I think that's the problem. Well, watch like a snippet of it and. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's got Holly J. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't have seen this. Oh, no. All right. Well, Carly Joe doesn't know shit, and I guess I'm going to go find a different co-host because you, you, you should. Yeah. Because uh. this, yeah, this has. <laughs> Yeah, this has like all, okay, this has all the characters that I watched 
to lead up to us starting this podcast so that I could meet all those characters. But yeah, I didn't watch that when it was on TV. So that explains why I did not see that promo. All right. I forgive you. Thank you. However, in the meantime, you need to watch it because it is so good. All right. It's... Five, oh, five out of five chef's kisses. A thousand chef's kisses. <laughs> Excellent. People, okay, like, I guess this is a thing that you happen to have missed, but fans are obsessed with the Shark in the Water promo. I have it on my Spotify playlist. All right. The song. <laughs> um, and everybody was like, we need that, like, a promo like that. That like, we energy. Need so- yes, we need to read. And and after they did their Shark in the Water promo, like, they, they saw that people liked it and they tried to recreate it, but it never quite caught on like that one. Yeah. But V.V. Brown, who wrote the song Shark in the Water, tweeted out, I would love to recreate a new version of Shark in the Water for the HBO Degrassi. Oh, boy. I'm going to get on that, folks. <laughs> oh, boy. So anyway. Is this, is this the time? Do I just like tweet incessantly at HBO Max and be like, are you casting? Can you put me? Oh I could be God. a teacher. Well, I could be somebody's parent. <laughs> I was over here like, why haven't we actually been writing the fan fictions over time? Uh, because yeah. we could have submitted all those and become yeah. writers, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> we need to become consultants in some way. Mm-hmm. Because we got that fan fiction. I'll I'll, I'll edit like a master uh, thing of, of all our fan fiction ideas and be like, see, we, we got the ideas. We didn't Perfect. write them, but we got the ideas. <laughs> so yeah, no, people have been talking about the like, How's the theme song going to be? Some people do want uh, V.V. Brown to do the theme song, but like, I don't know. Like, to me, no theme song has ever even I know. touched. I know. Ah! <laughs> I know. That bitch was fucking like. Right? Like, it's like we need like a whole fucking choir, like, and one soloist who just fucking. Oh, she poured her whole heart and soul into that. Like, that was the performance of a lifetime. Who even is that woman? I don't know. I feel like I want to, like, find her an interviewer. She's, like, meant so much to me in my life. I would bet that, like, (laughs) she's, like, she probably always wanted to be, like, you know, a famous singer, but has ended up being, like, a background vocalist for, like, a ton of, a ton of, like, famous artists. I mean, I don't know this. I'm just (laughs) guessing. Um, So here's the deal, like... (sighs) How much fan service do you think they're going to give us? You know, like if if we were all like bring back that fucking gospel soloist, we need her. Yeah. You think they would? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. One, one can dream. Yeah. I, I would say like, you know, we haven't gotten to Degrassi High yet. Like I assume the intro song is going to change. <sighs> I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I yeah. don't think it does. No, maybe it mm. does. I don't remember. Because, like, I like I like the junior high theme song. It's corny. Mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to Next Generation, like, they just, you know, every couple of years, they would just kind of remix whatever mm-hmm. it takes. None of them ever even touched the original. No. No. So, yeah, I don't know. Like. Should they go with whatever it takes or should they come up with a whole new one? Because 
I think they have to come up with a whole new one. You know, you can't. I, you can't just take right. whatever it takes. But like next class, you didn't did. earn it. No, they didn't. They well, I mean, I know I can make it. I can like they did a whole remix. They did a yeah. remix, not a. Yeah. Yeah. So like, will they do a remix of whatever it takes? Will they do like what you know? Well, and again, it's just hard because like the the I mean the Netflix version they had the same actors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this is going to be entirely new characters. Yeah, I don't. We don't know as of right now if there's going to be any mm-hmm. crossover um, of old characters, maybe there, having there kids or something, or at least working in the air. Yeah, yeah, like like you know what? Spinner is still working at the dot. Like somehow he's well, he owns it now. Yeah. Okay. There we go. <laughs> he's married to Emma. Yeah. They bought a house. I remember there was that yeah. episode where they were talking about buying a house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. What a bad couple. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Theme song wise, people are trying to work it out. Who do we want? What do we want? I wrote down some like former cast reactions. Mm-hmm. They weren't that exciting. No, I didn't read any that were that good. Yeah, it was really just like, cool, awesome. You know, there was like this back and forth um, between the the actor who played Sav saying Stude's rules and the actor actress who played Jane saying Stude's forever and then Spinner saying bring back Stude's 100%. Like that was kind of silly. What is Stude's? What? Yeah, help me. The band, uh, Spinner had a band like with Sav oh, and uh, what's oh. his face? Damn, sorry. Uh, Grandma lives in vagina. Who's who's that guy? Damn. Down, <laughs> if it ain't downtown downtown Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. I, uh... Nobody touches a squatch. <laughs> now, if uh... downtown Sasquatch did the theme song, I'd be here for that. Oh my god. What if Drake did the theme song? So yeah, all right, here's the thing. People are curious if Drake will be involved because Does he want that paycheck? Apparently. Apparently, he is currently a producer on Euphoria. <gasps> is he yeah. really? Mm-hmm. In- oh, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's kind of a creep, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Granted, yeah. the no. cast is all adults on that show. So okay, but. But so, like, people are speculating, like, will he be involved given that he has both the Degrassi and the HBO connection? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Um, but yeah, for the most part, like, the reactions weren't great. Probably you'll, you've probably all seen them. Like, Zoe was like, or the, uh, oh, yeah. the Zoe actress Rivas. who plays Zoe was like, Zoe Rivas is going to be the drama class TA. The new students def want a cute teacher that greets them with bonjour, bitches. Yeah. I- and then later she tweeted, just to clarify, my previous tweet isn't a statement that's that it's actually happening yet. Winky face. Yeah. So, like, you know, but otherwise nobody was like, oh, we're going to be in it. Like, there's no confirmed cast, no confirmed people coming back. Like, we have right. no idea. I don't think they've cast any of it. I don't know what their ideas are yet. Like, yeah. So HBO shows are pretty, like, stylized and moody and yeah, all that stuff. Like, whereas Degrassi's overall like look and feel is more bright and mm-hmm. vibrant mm-hmm. and like i don't know that like i want them to go down the path of this moody artistic like i would rather keep a brighter vibrant 
Yeah, I agree. Tone. And like, I wonder if they will keep that. Fingers crossed. Part of me is just like, because I've been reading about this for days, so I don't have direct sources, just like, oh, I read that. People have said that they intend to keep it family-friendly-ish, you know, Mm -hmm. PG-13 or whatever Mm -hmm. you would consider the past. Okay. So, like, with everything we've covered already, like, I'm pretty hopeful we won't have the euphoria treatment we will have, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Keep keep the style, not these sex scenes, all this stuff. Of all the past characters, who do you want to see come back and in what Listen, context? I, you know, he already said he had nothing to do with it, but like I've Joey Jeremiah, he mm. it, you know, just as a used car salesman, I don't care. Oh man. <laughs> He's the local. <laughs> how like how the thing about him is like he is so active in the Degrassi he community loves that Degrassi so like, much. They need to bring him back somehow. Come I on. mean, honestly, what student he could be a the the like driving instructor or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like bring back Joey. I just like I think he deserves it. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, he puts I, in so much work. Above all does. the former cast, he puts in the work to oh keep Degrassi God. alive. Like And like I found out because he posted about it first. Really? You know, he was my news source. Yeah, he I don't know. I'm like in some group that he definitely is the moderator for. Mm. And he he was like, I have nothing to do with it, but and I'm like, oh man. But here's let, the thing. He has nothing Joey to do in. with it. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Maybe they will, like, because, yeah, who even knows how long they've been developing this? Like, I don't know. Right, you know, this might right. be, like, a brand new development or they might have so much planned. They haven't released enough info for us to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because realistically speaking, I mean, even if you're looking at, like, the, because, I mean, I guess you could, you could have um, JT and Liberty's baby would be a yes. teenager at this point, right? All right. Because yes. they had because they would have been like what sixteen mm-hmm. when they had the baby, and so now they're going to be in their. They would be well if one was alive, but they'd yeah. be in their early thirties. But so I'm struggling to remember. Did I, like didn't they adopt the child? Oh, did they give it up for adoption? Out. Yes, I can't remember. Maybe, but maybe they still have a relationship with it. Yeah, well, maybe Liberty. So. Well, yes, 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 yes. Because, like, there weren't any other, I was like, there were some people, I don't know. Like, basically, I, I'm thinking back to, like, the the next generation simply because right. they would have kids. If they had yes. kids on the show, then they would be old right. enough to be in high school now. But anybody yeah. else who had kids, it would they wouldn't be old enough to be in high school. Right. Yeah, that's the issue is, is um, bringing it back now, it hasn't been long enough for like people in next class to have high school age kids and Mm -hmm. it's been too long for people in like junior high high school so Mm -hmm. really we're looking towards the possibility of anyone from the earlier seasons of next generation to possibly have a kid that age Mm -hmm. so what i'm trying to figure out is okay they did adopt it out okay all right. Okay. So, and I'm And it's going to be played by Zendaya. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay. So, so so so. They had the baby in 2005. It is 2021. 2022, bitch. 2020. Fuck. 
<laughs> See, I haven't had to fill out any forms yeah. yet, so this is my first official 2022 So in flub. 2025, <laughs> yeah, in 20... 20- oh, but it will be 2023 when it comes out. Yeah, so in 2025, I mean, it would be 18 then. If it was, okay. you're talking 2025, it would be 20, so minus two years, 18. 18. But also, I don't know, it's tough because, like, that kid could potentially have some sort of like maybe they fudge the numbers a little bit fudge it i don't think anybody's gonna be upset about it Fudge it. i mean people will definitely be like they're they're not that age but like give us liberties baby bitches we need to just do this shut the fuck up like yeah um (laughs) what is that character though who, who already had a baby when she came in she her baby would be even older jack was her baby or something like that oh Wait, no, no, no. You're no, thinking no, no, of Emma's brother was Jack. I'm thinking of the chick who went on to Vampire Diaries. Wait, what about Jack? Jack might have been. Emma's Emma's little brother that they kind mm-hmm. of like just didn't talk about yes, anymore. Okay. But like so, he would have been born in like 2004 or something or 2005 maybe. Oh, uh, 2003. Again, fudge it a little bit. Fudge it. He stayed back a few years. He's just real dumb. <laughs> He got them. Uh, I don't know everyone on the. In that oh, family is you know. Smart. Okay, uh, you know, be really <laughs> fucking funny though is to bring back uh, Tori and have her be a totally a third different character. Oh, she's not Angie. She's not Tori. She's a totally different character. I need that to happen. Actress. <laughs> need that to happen. She's like a teacher, and her name is Sally. Like, yes, that's <laughs> need what that we need to her. Happen. But who and like <laughs> other people being like, you look familiar, and she's like, I just have one of those faces, I guess. <laughs> Degrassi, this is why you need us. Duh, um, yes. All right, I could not remember her name because honestly, I don't care about this character. But um, but she had a baby, so M- Mia. Oh, isn't that is that Nina Dubrev? Nina, yes, and she already had. So she came in. Already with a baby. Mm-hmm. In 2006, she came to Degrassi with a two-year-old. Okay, so... So 2004, so another fudge the number scenario. Why are they all just like no, past the just cuff? Just a hair. Just a oh, hair off. However, brainstorm Jonah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say because he had a kid too, but like that kid would be way too young. Maybe, maybe not. Because what they were the class of, were they the class of 2017? Um, or 2018. Right. Uh, ugh, I'm just like looking at the wiki and it's but a struggle. Here's the thing you know what else you can give us? Give us more like a Craig situation where it's somebody's stepkid mm. and they just happen to be the right age. You could do that for that us too. That could happen. All right. So according to Degrassi Wiki, Jonah was born in 1997. Okay. What we do know. Is that he got a random 14-year-old girl pregnant. So if he was also 14. If he was also 14, that baby would have been born in 2011. But so, if he was older than that... See, he never says how old he was when he got her pregnant. As Like, it's not... Like, <laughs> maybe I even, he was 12. <laughs> well, no, I got the assumption... I had the assumption he was older than her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. Um, Like, I specifically even, like, looked... There's a whole wiki page for Jonah baby mama relationship. <laughs> and it says that he, he and a unnamed 14-year-old girl got pregnant before the show. It does not say how old he was. Okay. So, I, I got the impression he was... 
at least 14, if not older. Mm-hmm. So that would have happened in 2011, and it'll be 2023. So 12. Oh, like, unless, are we going to include junior high characters? Like, 12 is junior high, or is it six Yeah, grade, yeah, or? no, I mean, it's like, like you think you turn 12 in fifth grade. <laughs> so whether or not Jonah's kid could be on there will depend on how young they go and if they fudge the numbers i guess yeah really yeah. All, all, all so it seems like for the most part the the babies that we're aware of mm-hmm. off the top of our heads anyways you would have to fudge the numbers yeah which people would definitely be like they're that's not the right age but like i think they would get over it mm-hmm. just to have that connection to the past mm-hmm. i don't really care about mia yeah to want her back however the possibility, like, HBO could potentially be a big enough draw for her to bring her back in. Yeah. Because, like, she's, like, this big celebrity that I don't give a fuck about. Like, yeah. I don't care about her on yeah, Degrassi. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about her now. <laughs> but she could potentially draw people in. They might want to fudge the numbers. Yeah. Otherwise, there is Jack who brings Simpson back in, mm-hmm. potentially brings Emma back in. Mm-hmm. That's a maybe... But then the variable that we haven't discussed is just babies born off screen in the meantime. <laughs> well, they were all born off screen. That's yeah. <laughs> we didn't see any conception on this show. No, we no childbirth. <laughs> we, never, we didn't see any crowning. No. So the only real way to have it like officially this kid is the right age is that it was a character that we did not keep track of. Mm-hmm. It just had a baby and they come back, which I would totally accept. Yeah. You know? I would do. That being said, beyond baby, parent, I mean. I mean, is is Snake going to be the principal? Yeah. I know he left at one point. Okay. Like, I don't think he was principal. Um, can we can we see Radich at any point just for I shits wish. and giggles? I wish. Like, can we just get Radich exercising in the gym one time? I mean, how could we get Radich back? I'm, oh, he could be a substitute. You know what I mean? Like he's retired, but he can't give it <laughs> but up. But he's lonely. Yeah. yeah. He can't give it up, so he just comes back to sub. Okay, okay. That could be a thing. So Snake was still the principal when Next Class ended, yes. He was. We yeah. just didn't really see him a lot. I feel like he just kind of so like dropped off. he could potentially come back, though. Mm-hmm. Um, or we could get a whole new principal. Were there any DJs in Next Class? Uh, we need that DJ D- yes. and a teacher to principal pipeline. Oh, we need oh. to keep that going. Oh, it's got to be um, what's his face that Emma dated. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, Chris. Chris, it's got to be Chris. Chris is gonna be the principal. Oh yeah, it's your boy. Yeah, and like every time he's trying to relate to kids, he like goes up to them and like beats on their chest, and they're like, "This is weird. You can't, you can't do this." And he's like, "Oh, I just wanted you to feel the beat." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and like before that like there was a no hats in school rule yeah, but oh, he but shows up as principal he's like you know what we need hats because we need hats are mandatory <laughs> like there's no we're not doing uh dress like we're not doing uh uniforms but like you need to wear a hat preferably like a kangle hat the only uniform is the hat you can yeah. wear whatever you want but you like you need a hat you mm-hmm. can't get in without a hat yep. we need to keep that head warm yep yeah, I'm trying to think if anybody else ever did any sort of DJing. 
I mean, I would absolutely, I mean, I feel like we're the only people who have acknowledged the DJ to teacher to mm-hmm. principal pipeline, and there was no former DJ student to teacher in next class. Can we at the very least get it started with a former DJ to be a teacher to become the principal? Yep, I was for Chris. I, 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 Chris is the one I can think of off the top of my head. I'm not sure if there were any other DJs. While we're at it, can we get Towers back? God damn it, I would love to see Towers again. <laughs> oh my God, he's the one who adopted Liberty's baby because he was just trying to get close to Liberty. <laughs> Um, but yeah, when it, when it comes to like characters in general that I want to see back, like I can just go my favorites, Craig, Manny, Lola. I I want, uh, I, like, okay. Um, I wanted to see Lola and Yael's friendship awesome. I know. And it broke my heart that we didn't get to. And I want them to come back in what some if, capacity. What if like Yael is like a, like a, a streamer now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, then therefore like they're kind of like a celebrity. And so mm. like, that would be kind of fun to like have the next generation, like the new, this new class be yeah. like, oh oh my god it's yael i i follow them on twitch or you know they probably wouldn't yeah. say twitch but like oh. yeah um ditch i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i follow them on twatch <laughs> i am uh going and registering twatch dot listen it because it reminds me of so whenever we watch twitch on our tv um, it's for an app that's like the Roku Twitch, like unofficial, and it's called Twoku. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but like, all right, all right, media immersion. Could Yael be the new media immersion teacher? Mm, could be. Or could, uh, it could be Baz, Baz, Baz. Yeah, but I don't want to see Baz. <laughs> I want to see Yael, so I'm trying to figure out a way to get them back. Okay, all right, all right. Because, <laughs> like, here's the thing, right? I so, want something more for Yael, though. I don't want them to have I to be know. a media teacher at school. I know, but, like, I'm just, like, imagining a storyline of them, like, mentoring a trans kid or something. Oh, that'd be cute, yeah. And just, I just love Yael, and I was really sad that we didn't get to see them blossom, so I, I really want them back, so I will... I will accept them as but a also, immersion teacher. But also, here's the thing about the next class <laughs> is that, like, they would have just barely, like, would they would they still be in college? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, 2023, yeah. you're talking this is, like, five years after they graduated. You know what I mean? So, like, they probably would have been, they, you know, if, as long as they did the exact four years or whatever right after high school, right. they'd be, like, just graduating. But that they okay. couldn't be the new teacher. So, Yael was born in 1999. They would be 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, fresh out of college. I mean, like... Co- How long does it take to become a teacher after college? Um, I think you usually do, like, your student teaching in college. So, I think, like, once you graduate, you can be a teacher. So, what you're saying is it's not impossible no, it's not. It's not. Okay. So I am selfishly wanting Yael to become a teacher so that I can see them again and mm-hmm. and have Lola be somehow in their life so we can just see their friendship because I loved their friendship so much. Mm-hmm. And I also would love Yael to be some sort of mentor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other people like I would love to see back are like Paige and Marco mm-hmm. in some capacity. So really, yeah, I, I guess the whole thing is just like, 
either people are going to have to become a teacher or a mentor or a parent off screen. Oh, or, own or something something. that like, yeah, like a business. Yeah. So who I don't want to see again is fucking Maya. <laughs> okay. Well, we got that part. We, we heard, we heard you, Jesse, loud and clear. <laughs> or Emma. Oh, man. I've never liked Emma. I mean, I never really liked Emma either, but like, you know, I, I hope the dolphin pants are in the Smithsonian, okay? I don't want to see Ashley ever again. <laughs> I don't know why I, I sound like such a freaking misogynist. I'm I know, like, oh, right? Woman, woman. Wow. I, I mean, I already said I don't want to see Baz, so. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Who is, in fact, a misogynist, so. Yes. I don't want to see Tristan back. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, let's. I, how old do you have to be to be mayor? Can Miles be mayor? <laughs> oh no! Here's the thing. Next class is so fresh on my mind because we covered it, and the thing is, yeah. we didn't cover Next Generation yet, so mm-hmm. it's like they are a very like that's where we would really pull from for like who has kids. Yeah. Um. And then when in regards to junior high, it's like uh the grandpa of a character, you know, like how how do we include them? What if you know? What if when Caitlin and Joey got together, mm. they ended up having a kid in the? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could you could do stuff like that where like they Some late in life they kids. in theory could have had a child together yeah. that would be age appropriate to be in high school now. Mm. And then we get Joey back. So I, I'm going to contact someone. I'm going to tweet mm. at HBO Max. Okay. I know who you want to see back, though, for next class. Winston. Oh, I did love Winston. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did. You know what? I actually... I, God, let's see. I'm having all these feelings because next class just got cut short. And I so know. I just have this, this... This is the thing we've seen so much from Next Generation. But we didn't get to see so many of next class go on and what they've been doing so i they're on the brain of yeah. like i just want to see this i want to know that grace is still alive oh my god right <laughs> oh my god like ah. i need that i need that she died jonah's a single dad <laughs> <laughs> the kid that suddenly he has custody of because he they were like, oh, wait, you're not a drug, act- drug addict anymore, I guess. No, he- I was thinking, like, him and Grace were together. And, oh, had and a she, kid? Yeah, had a kid, died during childbirth, very dramatic. <gasps> oh, no, don't do that to me. <laughs> I'm like, remember, I was like, I want everything to be light and, you yeah. know, and, like, colorful. <laughs> but I want Grace to die but during kill childbirth. Grace during childbirth. No! <laughs> what storylines and, like, characters would you like to see them cover storylines i mean uh, tiktok wasn't what it was Mm. when next generation or when new class was on yeah so like i feel like you could have a lot of stories revolving around tiktok being like the weird challenges that come out Mm. like you know there being random like uh, threats of school violence or bombs or something Mm. like on tiktok um so, like, that's definitely got a lot of potential for storylines. Mm-hmm. I had lots of ideas. <laughs> Ooh, I, and, and uh, I mean, I, I kind of wonder if they'll take the opportunity to maybe do anything um, pandemic-wise. Like, if they okay, want to yes. talk about this generation's uh, having to do online school and, like, right. 
how that could have affected their mental health Mm -hmm. and their socialization, you know, very heavily. So that's something they could touch on. So, yeah, I was kind of like over here, like, it'll be 2023. They'll be record. They'll be filming in 2022. They won't necessarily be able to anticipate COVID for 2023. Mm -hmm. Who really knows where we'll be at at that time? Will they include it at all? Will yeah. they try to include it? Will they try to anticipate what COVID will be? I mean, I don't even know that you need, I, I, like, I don't know that you need to anticipate it so much as it's just need to, we need to see the effects yeah. of what, you know what I mean? Like, because I'm seeing now, I, I work in a school now as a tutor mm-hmm. and like seeing how far behind America's children are, mm-hmm. um, is really fucking wild, yeah. you know? Like, uh, as much as it was the safest thing to do, you know, the kids' uh, learning suffered greatly, mm-hmm. as well as their socializing. So, like... I mean, I think, know, like, like this is a topic that if they really want to cover COVID and they want to talk about its effect on kids, it's going to be hard because... There are like the two schools of thought. There's the kids are suffering from not being in school. Mm -hmm. And there's the kids are suffering because we're dragging this shit out and they're losing their loved ones and they're getting exposed and they're afraid all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think like it's not as simple as either one. Right. But it's it's like, you know, they that their generation was greatly affected. Regardless of what you want to cover about it, like, right. it affected them greatly. Um, so, yeah, you know, that's like, – I, I right. just think it's a good opportunity to, you know, have that kind of storyline. I hope if they do, though, I do hope that they, like, try to tackle the nuance of, of all of it. You know, like, I think, like, the mm-hmm. nuance of – how their mental health has been affected by the whole thing, not mm-hmm. just like being out of school, mm-hmm. but also being in school. Because I know there are also a lot of kids who are terrified to go back and they're like, yeah. can we just like, there's so much, there's just so much. I mean, I feel like they could make the entire show about COVID, which I do not want. <laughs> Personally, no. in my TV, I don't want to even talk about COVID. I don't want to see a mask. I don't want to see none of this shit. However, <laughs> Degrassi takes topics that are relevant. And, mm-hmm. you know, so they probably will include it. Mm-hmm. But so my thoughts about COVID were, A, the mask usage better make sense. Because I've seen shows, the few shows I've seen that include COVID and have the masks, one second they're wearing a mask, the other second they're not. Same group of people. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are you wearing a mask now but not then? And what what are we doing? I find masks on TV to be so distracting. Like, I guess you don't watch a lot of doctor shows. In that context, it's different. In this <laughs> context, like I – so there was this show on recently. It was just on. It's like the TV was on and it was just on. And it was like a courtroom drama kind of situation. Mm-hmm. The mask usage made no sense. Just mm. randomly wearing them, randomly not. But man, did they really milk that dramatically pulling down the mask to make a statement to the judge to object or something? Pull it off, I object. Like, no, no, you would keep it on. You're right. not allowed to just take it off because you're passionate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when that's when you don't spread COVID. When you're passionate, yeah. your your passions yeah, that just your passions contain the COVID and it doesn't go anywhere. It's just masks are hard because you want to show them because you want to normalize like this is what we do, but you're going to cut off 
all of the emotion. Mm-hmm. So how do we implement masks in a way that doesn't like detract from the story? If we're still wearing masks, who fucking knows what's going to be happening then? Who knows? What I did want to have in the event that they include, this is all in the event that they include it, an anti-vaxxer. I need an anti-vaxxer. Ooh. I need a conspiracy theorist. I need somebody in general. I need that in yeah. my life. That would be so fucking funny. And the way Degrassi would do it would be yeah. great. Like, <laughs> yeah. I need the kid who's not only an anti-vaxxer, but is like a 9-11 truther. I need oh all of it. <laughs> in like, Canada. He's a 9-11 truther I mean, in Canada. That's just what springs to mind, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I need a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. period, because conspiracy theories have become such a giant part of our lives at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then the other aspect of COVID that I wanted was a teen dying. <gasps> Damn. I know it's bleak. However, I have an agenda. Yes. <laughs> because the narrative about COVID has had so much of like, it only affects old and sick people. But like, that's not true. Oh my God, Grace wouldn't make it past COVID. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I hope Grace was protected during COVID. Oh, I know. Please, I'm sorry. Stop. I'm sorry that I've, I've, I've come up with every no. single reason why Grace should be dead. Why are you trying to kill my faith? <laughs> really liked her hair, but she's dead. <laughs> But so, like, okay, so here's the thing. In my, like, you know, because I'm terminally online, in my discussions of COVID. <laughs> I'm sorry, terminally online? You haven't heard no. that yet? Because it's because you're not terminally online is why yeah, you haven't yeah, heard it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm terminally on Facebook, which mm. is, you know, the sad part because I'm, I'm old Yeah. Now. I'm older than you. I know, but like, <laughs> you don't use Facebook the way I use Facebook. Yeah. You actually like really enjoy Twitter, and I'm like, yeah. what? I don't want to tweet. Right. But so, the whole like a big narrative of like we should just go on with our lives. Fuck it, whatever. Like, go maskless. Do what do what you want. Whatever is only old and sick people die. Mm. That has been the narrative, and that's not true. Of course, it's statistically more likely. Mm-hmm. However. It's really shitty yeah. to not give a fuck about old and sick people. Right. Like, so right. my thought, my brainstorm was a teen dying. Whether or not they're healthy is iffy because, like, because healthy people do die. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there's this whole, I don't know if you saw the disgusting display that came out. What was that bitch's name? Who was like. Oh, really, most, like, 75% of people who are dying have uh, comorbidities. So, like, this is promising news. Mm, yeah, like, I heard about it, but I don't know who said it. Yeah, I can't, I'm not quoting her specifically. Piss me off. Like, so what I would find interesting and impactful mm-hmm. is if a teenager or, young, like, younger person, if somehow Grace gets back into the picture, like, with a com- comorbid disorder... That contributes to COVID, like mm-hmm. to COVID, and, and it works together to develop this character, show their quality of life, mm-hmm. humanize mm-hmm. them. Like we know this person enjoys life, wants to be alive, has people who care about them, like wants to keep living. Yeah, would keep living. Right. Gets COVID, dies. I feel like 
people need to see that reality because too many people are writing off, well, they had a comorbid disorder and mm-hmm. like whatever, as if they were like on their deathbed anyways. And right. like they didn't give a fuck. Like, no, they wanted to live. They would have lived. Yeah. A people lot People love them. Like, yeah. so that was my thought if they do do a COVID plot line is like, how, like, do we really use this moment to counter that narrative of who gives a fuck? They're sick anyways. Like, no, mm-hmm. this is a human being, you fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So anyways, that was my thought. I don't know how you feel about that. I don't know if they'll go there, but. Uh, I mean, well, it's, it's going to be Grace. She's, no, you know. Not Grace. <laughs> Anybody but Grace. Anybody else with comorbidities, not Grace. Mm. Character wise, like, I want to see a trans or non-binary character who is actually trans or non-binary right. in real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think we'll get that. This has been a major thing about Degrassi. It's like you're having this representation, but right. but you're actually either not in real life. Like that's important to a lot of people. Right, because it's like clearly they cast these these kids and then like later decided, you know what I mean? Like they need to purposefully cast mm-hmm. um, somebody who's trans or non-binary. Mm-hmm. Um, as opposed to being like, ah, we're just going to write their character into this. Because, yeah. I mean, let's be honest, like, this this generation, they've, they're figuring this stuff out a lot earlier mm-hmm. than than we were. So, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think it would be totally, totally normal and something we should see that we would have a trans character mm-hmm. um, in high school. Or, no, yeah, and especially non-binary as well, so. Yeah, I think that's, like, really important for them to, like, step it up that further notch and, and have... Mm-hmm. this is actually a trans person not a girl playing a trans boy right you know so i think that's like a huge push everyone's vocalized that pre- like so if they're paying attention mm-hmm. they'll do it right i mean and we you know maybe somebody who's like in a wheelchair or something that like we actually get fucking you know like legitimate storylines about not yeah you know you know what i mean like not just a character that fades into the background right <laughs> eventually um so yeah I, yeah i definitely i would like some more disability representation mm-hmm. like i know we've covered a lot of mental health issues over the years but mm-hmm. we've had like less physical disabilities you know like there was jimmy yeah who was a main character and did yeah. go through that and, and we did have Grace, who had cystic yeah. fibrosis, who, like, that. I thought that was, like, a really good story to show her, like, having to cope with her mortality. Like, mm-hmm. that was a big, impactful thing to me. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people want to see, like, a blind and or deaf character. Mm, played by an actual blind and or deaf actor. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. I mean, I feel like this is a huge thing, like, actually hire actors who are affected by these things. Right. Because... They do not get opportunities, just like right. period, right? Like, yeah. Selfishly, I want to see someone with a circadian rhythm disorder, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I need to yes. clearly write my own screenplay because mm-hmm. um, it's never going to happen otherwise. But like, God, it would be so good. Someone who could never sleep and was just like fucking, it was destroying their life. God, I would feel so Vindicated, validated, whatever the mm-hmm. word is. Like, oh. Vindicated. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So, big one that I wanted to see is a girl, possibly a black girl, who is having a hard time getting an ADHD or autism diagnosis because mm. of medical bias. Yeah. Um, we have had the autism s- storyline with Connor. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, bring like, him back because he is fun as yeah. fuck now. Oh, my God. The, what, is, what is the thing he said about her boobs? Oh, Oh my god, your ample bosom. Oh your yes, ample bosom. Ample bosom. That's right. Oh my yeah, god, I just love him. No, but I love it. Whatever people post about him in like the fucking Degrassi groups, and they're like, "Did we talk about glow ups?" And it's like, "Damn, he looks so good." Considering he was such a nerdy character. <laughs> would they would they bring him back though and dress him down so he's still a nerd? <laughs> no, I want him to be fine as fuck and back. He's like a model. <laughs> mm. I can't remember if they've covered ADHD. I know they've done like dyscalculia with Liberty. Um, I mean, they because Spinner had uh, ADHD, and that's oh, he did. His, okay, remember he had the Ritalin, and then Jimmy took the Ritalin, and oh, yeah. he was like not passing the ball at basketball. And <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, okay, but like I, I do think like this has been a big thing of of adult women mm-hmm. being like. When we were kids, nobody was paying attention to how things like ADHD and autism presented in young girls. Right. They were just like, they're chatty. Additionally, how it presented in people of color Mm -hmm. and the, you know, intersection of those two identities. So I think that that would be a really interesting storyline to see. And again, I'm... I'm personalizing this because it's my own journey. (laughs) Being misdiagnosed with a mood or personality disorder and Mm -hmm. fighting that diagnosis. God, I would love to see that play out on on TV. Like medical bias in general, Mm -hmm. racism, sexism, homophobia. Like those are huge issues that people are finally starting to talk about Mm -hmm. that I feel like would be cool to cover like this teen who – actually has the benefit of information to be able to defend themselves, to demand this at a young age, right? Like mm-hmm. Another, like, common thing people are talking about is, like, all right, so uh, here's the thing. I think a lot of people who are talking about what they want to see didn't watch Next Class mm. because there's a lot of people who – are like, we need to finally have a black girl with a storyline. And I'm like, Shay. Yeah, yeah. Shay was like a main character, lots of Mm storylines, well fleshed out. And it wasn't just like she did have the racism storyline, but she had so many others. Like she had losing her virginity. She had her- Her butt's not big enough. (laughs) Her butt's body image issues. She had- her boring sports shit. The, the period stuff. <laughs> the period storyline was iconic. Yeah. Um, I loved that. Uh, right. No, I hear yeah, She had I a love triangle. There's surely definitely stuff that that people are like, they didn't cover this. And it's like, yeah, well, maybe if you'd watched yeah. next or new class. Yeah. So my thought is like, I, I really want them to keep up with how what next class did and have more characters who are people of color who have mm-hmm. storylines that, you know, we definitely like you can't ignore bigotry, but I don't yeah. want their whole purpose to be there to be a character who experiences bigotry. Like mm-hmm. we want them to be well-rounded, fleshed out characters yeah. with their own storylines and not just like sidekicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think they will do that. Yeah, I, I'm sure they will. Other ideas that I had was it'd be cool to see a storyline of cool to see. Not really cool because it's not a good subject, but... Oh, Jesus. It'd be cool to see this horrible thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's go there. Yeah. I thought a story on narcissistic abuse from a parent who has the golden child versus scapegoat dynamic. 
Wow, that's specific. Yeah. Oh, oh, I've been thinking about this. Yeah, no shit. Wow. Because, yeah, I mean, that is a big thing that some kids go through. Mm -hmm. Like, that's such a – like, I feel like they almost were there in a way with, like, the Hollingsworth family, but it wasn't quite there. Yeah. And I think showing this specifically, golden child, scapegoat, narcissistic parent – that's such a common dynamic yeah. in families that I think it'd be kind of interesting to see that play yeah. out. I mentioned things like better representation of poverty. Mm-hmm. Cause they do have like characters who, who are poor, but they don't necessarily like I think Rick was a good representation of like a, a poor character. Mm-hmm. But I think in the last so many seasons they didn't necessarily like they would like bring up the fact that they were poor, but we didn't really like see their life. Yeah, like Zig you know? was Zig was poor, but like we really didn't see his home life. Yeah. And and a lot of like characters who are poor wind up like with these sort of like unrealistic ways out. Right. Like who they're they're dating somebody that's wealthy. So they're like, we'll take you in or something like that. Yeah. Or they somehow get government assistance to live on their own. <laughs> well, it is Canada. I <laughs> yeah. mean, I don't know what they do. Um, so I think that like I would I would like that. Um less sports. <laughs> no sports. Fuck sports. <laughs> okay. Uh but a um a homeless character could be mm, interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, not just like a character who's like kicked out, but like maybe their whole family is homeless living out of their car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with, well, I don't know about Canada, but like, is Canada evicting people like like the U.S. is? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I'll have to look into that. Because if they're having similar issues, then like that would actually be highly likely that some characters would be living out of their car or hotel or something. Yeah. Uh, more overweight characters. Hell yeah. Obviously, we would talk about fat phobia and stuff, but that wouldn't be their right. sole purpose. But Yeah, like they can be a confident fat person. Who dates, dare I say, a skinny person? Mm. My dynamic, your dynamic. What? 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 It happens, people. It does. <laughs> it sure does. I really wanted to see a stoner whose life is not destroyed by it. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Like, just a fucking stoner. Right. Because they're like, come on, people. It's it's marijuana. Like, yeah. it's, it's not uh, cocaine. So. But yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of the drug storylines doesn't show people who just casually use drugs and it's fine because yeah. those people exist. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I would like the work-life balance to be more realistic. Mm, like you're saying, like, they can't do certain things because they have homework to do. Yeah, I think they really kind of went off the rails with lunchtime abortions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and just like, uh, we're just going wherever. It's the middle of the school day and we're downtown. Right. Like, or this one person is part of 16 different clubs. Right. Like, school president valedictory and like all this stuff that is like no not no single person could do that many things and if someone does overdo it to like actually see authentic burnout yeah yeah and then finally like my hope was just like let's go back to degrassi junior high next generation where teens actually dress and look like normal teens yeah i think that's the most important thing we need different body types Mm -hmm. we need acne bad hair yeah I guess, I don't know, like, so you said you're working at a school now? Yeah. What do kids look like nowadays? 
Because I see them on, on the internet, but I don't see, like, kids in yeah. real life here. Yeah, I'm working in an elementary school, but, like, okay. I mean, it's it's literally the 90s are back. Like, mm. it couldn't be, the, it couldn't be more, more 90s. Like, you know, chokers, uh, mm. scrunchies. Mm. Um, I did go to Target the other day. Yeah, a lot I of scrunchies. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like we're probably getting close to like the um bandana look. Mm, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where like uh yeah, that was really popular. Okay. Um I mean obviously crop tops, um, like wearing shirts under tank tops, I feel like yeah, there there's just like a lot of ninety stuff. You co- can't see my face right now, but I'm mad at that. Yeah, one. yeah. Well, it, I mean, I remember in like when I was a kid, because I remember I didn't want to wear a, a tank top. Like I was like too yeah. Like, shy to be in a tank top, but they were, like, cute tank tops. And I was like, oh, but, like, it's cool. I can put it over a shirt. That was a look, and I hated that look yeah. then, and I hate it today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, like, a next generation Degrassi look. They were mm-hmm. doing that, like. hmm But, like, I guess what, like, what I mean is, like, with next generation, they started off looking more authentic, and then they just got really polished. Well, and here's, okay, here's the thing. It's, like. Teens, I think, can get away, like, what, I, what I've what i noticed is, like, uh, you know, uh, like, teenagers that you're like, oh, that girl is wearing, like, a very revealing crop top, and we're at, like, a family party right mm-hmm. now, but, like, that's, it's, it's no, we're no longer policing girls' bodies and stuff, so that's, like, yeah. something that, you know, I know I've seen that's been, like, surprising to me, but I'm like, no, I guess that makes sense, because, right, like, that's, you know, we don't, there's no reason to judge what they're wearing, you know? Yeah. But so, like, that's definitely a difference now where I think, like, girls have more of a liberty to, I mean, wear less, Well, it's you know? more along the lines of, like, are they, like, I, I just feel like, yeah, as Next Generation, the next class went along, people were so polished. Yeah, so I mean. so together that, like, our teens really that, because, like, I know right. you compare, like, teens at our age teens today and there's all these comparisons and we were like a fucking mess whereas kids on on Degrassi are yeah. so polished. The ones in new the new class, they definitely were always dressed the nines. Yeah. No, I mean I would definitely say like I you you see a lot of kids in sweats. Yeah. You know, yeah. So yeah, that's that's something I want is more authentic costuming. Mm-hmm. I I, I just want them to look like real kids. I yeah. don't want them to look like the, you know, tiktok makeup artist mm-hmm. i want them to like because those exist as teens but that's not every teen so right. i would definitely like to see more authentic and realistic costuming and styling because that is that is how it started mm-hmm. you know and i think that's what made it relatable yeah definitely do you think this new series will draw in like a new teen crowd or will it just like retain the nostalgic older fans? It's hard because I, I, again, like we talked about earlier, I don't know that HBO has cornered the market in in teenagers yet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. I'm not a teenager. No, I mean, so me neither. I don't work with teenagers or really talk to teenagers are they watching Euphoria? Probably. Or is that adults being fucking weirdos watching uh, Euphoria? No, I mean, I mean, honestly, probably. I mean, I know kids in the elementary school that are like, Squid Games, have you seen Squid Games? And I'm oh like- Oh my God, I love Squid Games. I didn't see it yet. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think forever there's always going to be stuff that you're like, this isn't appropriate, but they're watching it I anyways. Mean, you know what I mean? That's, that was us. Yeah, that was so, us. 
Right. So I'm sure there are, yeah, actual teenagers that watch Euphoria. Yeah. So that could help draw them in. That being on HBO where they're already watching a teen show. Mm hmm. Maybe they would tune in. I mean, maybe because I mean, also like HBO had uh, girls. Yeah, they've got they've got Gossip Girl now. Mm. Um, like, it definitely seems like they're pushing to attract that teen audience. I don't know if you've been paying attention. Did the new Gossip Girl attract a teen audience, or was that a nostalgic thing? Girl, I don't know. Do you know? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because that might answer our question: yeah. like, are teens looking to HBO for teen content, or? Is was Gossip Girl just like, hey, all you old people, I know. let's go back in time. I know, like, or is it just that like our generation has finally got our foot in the door of any of these uh, jobs, and so now we're like, give us what we want, which is just our childhood again. <laughs> so apparently Gossip Girl did really well. I'm, huh. I'm not seeing the specific demographic yeah. information and in casual Googling. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder, like, does how, how many teens does HBO draw in? How mm-hmm. many could they draw in? How will they, prom- like, will they promote this well enough? Because I know with Netflix, a huge issue is a lack of promotion. Mm-hmm. They didn't push it, so nobody saw it. Yeah. I do think that the binge-watching ability really ruined it, in a way. Interesting, yeah. Because... When you get it, when you binge watch something and it's lighter and it's not this like, oh, I got to pay attention because there's mysteries and shit. Yeah. I think people are more likely to put it on, tune out on their phone and totally miss the whole thing. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Whereas if you have to wait week to week, you're more likely to really pay attention when it comes on because it's like an event. Yeah. So I do think like for me, pers- and I say that because personally, like the bingeability of the Netflix version... I didn't pay attention. Mm-hmm. It passed me right by. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, whatever, it's not great. And then we started a podcast, and I actually paid attention, and I watched <laughs> it one at a time, and I loved it. So yeah, yeah. I think the week-to-week will help. Like, I'm, I'm kind of hopeful. I'm hopeful. That, that, like, it not only will get teens invested in Degrassi, but we'll get to see all this social media reactions of them watching original Degrassi. Yeah. Because, all right, they're going to release old Degrassi on HBO Max this week. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got yeah. the rights to it. So they're going to have, well, they're going to have next generation, I guess, not junior high and high school. Probably not, yeah. The hope is that they'll put it out on HBO Max and all these teens will come to it for the first time. And we'll get to see them reacting to the shenanigans and oh. the ridiculousness. Yeah. And it'll like just draw this whole new crowd. It'll be great. That's my hope. Yeah, that'd be great. It'd be nice. And I don't know. Those were all the questions I had. So that's fair. <sighs> I mean, I mean, in in conclusion, I'm I'm optimistic about it. Yeah. I'm I'm hopeful that um, it's not going to suck ass. So I think it sounds like it's going to be in good hands. Right. So there's there's certainly plenty of room for error, but mm-hmm. hopeful. Mm-hmm. Hopeful that they'll do it justice. Yeah. My hope for it is that just it exposes all of these teens to the authentic 90s. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where they can see how their style is does not quite mimic it because it's way more polished. Maybe it was just like the types of cameras we used. I don't know. I want dolphin pants to God take the it. world by storm. Okay. Okay. This is me directly speaking. 
to the creators. Maybe I will accept Emma back. If. If <laughs> she has a child who wears her dolphin pants and is like, 90s are in, bitch, and gets laughed out of school. <laughs> All right. Okay. That's some. That's very specific again. Yes. But, you know, okay. All right. Got it. I would love to see the dolphin pants. Like, that would be fan service, like, to the max. Oh, my God. I know, right? Pants, but you like... know what? Like, let's just say this. It would be really cute if there there, there needs to be some Easter eggs. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I think that would be really, really important and really nice mm-hmm. for the original fan base. Right. And then for the new teens that hopefully would would jump on it to then discover and be like, oh, my God, that's a reference to that. Yes. You know, I don't know. I just want to relate to the teens. Me too. <laughs> Hello, my fellow youths. Right? <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I guess like that's all I had to say. Are you? Yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. This will get me through 2022, which I'm sure will blow. Um. <laughs> Optimistic about the new Degrassi? Yeah, be a reason to live. 2022. <laughs> if Degrassi sucks. And then 2023 is going to suck too. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, so, um, and for everybody who has been listening, we are working towards figuring out how to get a more consistent schedule. We will keep going with junior high, get as far as we can. And then the idea is from there to focus on the new series and then go back to junior high once the new series is over. I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, we don't have anything to give any chef's kisses to. No. Just the fact that they're doing this. The news. Five chef's kisses. Five chef's kisses. <laughs> like <laughs> my <laughs> whole life. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. So yeah, Carly, do you have any social media to plug? Um. You know, you can follow me at uh, the real Nick Furry with underscores or uh, Carly Joe Gear. Different places. <laughs> uh, you can follow me. Uh, I haven't used Instagram in much in a long time. I'm most active on Twitter, Jesse, but you probably don't want to follow me because I'm very obnoxiously political. But if you want to follow me there. Go on and see uh, twitter.com slash jesse. Uh, you can follow us at a social disease. Yes. Across social media platforms. Yes, we booked it. Nailed it. Got it. I didn't say a social media. That's <laughs> <laughs> And please rate us and leave some reviews and... Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Let's get this going. Let's get this hype up for new Degrassi. Woo! All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack. And Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening. 